0: Petersfield's Shine Radio. Hello, I'm Joff Lacey. And I'm Claire Venice. We're treading the boards. In Victorian England in this week's Peapod. Peapod. If you love Petersfield... I love the square. The hangers. The open air swimming pool. Lots of fun shops. Then the Peapod loves you.
1: It's just a nice town.
0: Everything
2: Petersfield is in the Peapod with Claire Venice and Joff Lacey.
0: Thank you for joining us in the Peapod. We've come to the Festival Hall this week to join a rehearsal of Oliver Twist from local amateur dramatics group The Winton Players. With less than a week to go until opening night, we speak to Oliver Twist
3: director Roger Wetton and celebrate The Winton Players' 75th anniversary.
0: We also meet members of the cast and crew as they prepare for this celebratory production. John Walker is back from Hamburg with your local news and Susie has a muse in her Wild Walk. We end this week's Peapod with a brand new song from local artist Harrison Reese called Let It Go. The P stands for Petersfield. Petersfield is special to me. The
2: Peapod.
3: Hello, Claire.
0: How are you? Hi, Geoff. I'm a bit tired. Why is that? I've been on a bit of a road trip, actually, the last couple of days. We're yeah. recording this on Sunday afternoon. So, Friday evening, um, got in the car with my eldest daughter. Drive up to Shropshire, nice. to um, stay overnight, to be there bright and early for an, a uni open day on Saturday morning, and and then came back yesterday evening um, via various different family members <laughs> along the way. So, how many
3: miles did you drive yesterday?
0: Then, I think it's getting on for around about three hundred and sixty, three seventy. Yeah, in, I drove Tesco's and back. That's about it. <laughs> That's what I normally do. That's why I'm so tired. <laughs> I mean, it's great because you know you get some time, spend some time with. Well, I got to spend some time with my eldest daughter um, alone. There's three children at the house, so usually yep. no one gets a word in edgeways. So it's nice to spend some time with her. We're good on a road trip, you know. You take munchies, you take nice. good music. And
3: I, hear you've um, you've eaten a lot of rubbish this weekend. I have. Have you?
0: That's what you do, isn't it? Yeah. Popped a little buy some pizzas and off you go. Really, so. <laughs> <laughs> so Claire,
3: you've joined us for move-in day and setting up of. The Wyndham
0: Blair's Oliver Twist, what's your thoughts so far? Yeah, I haven't been to the hall looking like this before. So we stood in the Rose Room and there's various different props around the place. There's a bed behind you, Joff, if you want yes. to nap. And uh, next to that is a coffin. Oh, yes. When we walked in, there was someone inside the coffin who was coming out of the coffin. <laughs>
3: <laughs> he wasn't coffin. He was just in the coffin. Oof. Oh, yes. Harsh. Uh, <laughs> quality stuff, this. <laughs> so, uh, yes. And so we've got rehearsal later on. And then we have a tech rehearsal on Tuesday, dress rehearsal Wednesday, and then the th- show's Thursday, Friday, and two on Saturday.
0: Because, of course, Geoff, you're instrumental in this production.
3: Well, I, I play a
0: minor part, <laughs>
3: Claire. Who do you play, Geoff? You know I play Mr Bumble. And are you enjoying it? it it's great fun. I do a lot of shouting. I'm a bit concerned because uh, I actually have to do a bit of running around the stage twice and then down the steps Um So a bit concerned, and then uh, the director said, uh, halfway round, you can stop and pretend to be out of breath. I said, there's going to be no pretending required of this.
0: (laughs) No acting needed. (laughs) No acting required. So have
3: you got the bug watching all this? Because as we know, you were an actress... In a former life.
0: I was. <laughs> it's always fun, you know. Productions, theatre productions are always really good fun. Yeah. I'm not sure if I can ever get back into it. I don't know. I haven't got the time at the moment. But, uh, you know, maybe in the future. But it's great, I think, that there are so many active amateur dramatic groups in this town. You know, It's a relatively small town, and yet it's yes. a very enthusiastic bunch of people. So, um, you know, always put on amazing productions.
3: Yeah, so we're going to speak to Roger, the director. Or we're going to speak to Sarah, who is production coordinator but also uh, she is the director for the panto which we didn't do in january so we're gonna have a little catch up with her on that and a v- variety of cast and crew brilliant Looking so. forward to it <laughs> <laughs> as you know we love to hear from you so if you have a story you'd like us to cover or would just like to say hi please do call or whatsapp us on 01730 555 500 or
0: send an email to team at shineradio.uk. And Shine Radio has just launched a new jingles competition. If you're a student at one of our local secondary schools or if you know someone who is, and if you enjoy singing, then your voice could be starring in our new Shine Radio jingle. For more information and details on how to enter, go to shineradio.uk forward slash jinglesrules. How exciting does that sound, Claire? Sounds great. Brilliant company. I think I can go back to school. I fancy some of that. <laughs> I'm not sure you can get away with that, John.
3: <laughs> Coming up, we talk to Winton Players Oliver Twist director Roger Wettone.
0: But first, let's find out what's been going on in the Petersphere from the Petersfield Post's John Walker.
3: Guten talk, John. How was Hamburg?
4: Very German. And cold and wet. But interesting. It was an interesting weekend.
5: What was your highlight?
4: Uh, a little German bar in the middle of the city. Well, we walked into and they were all smoking in the bar, which I thought was quite good. <laughs> and on the walls they had, this is a no-smoking bar. <laughs> so, even the landlady was smoking. So, it was uh, it was hog heaven for Johnny Walker from Petersfield.
3: So, John, it's been a couple of weeks since we caught up. What's gone on in Petersfield over the last couple of weeks? I
4: don't know. I haven't been here. <laughs> so, no, there's, there's been a few... Uh, uh, a few developments on ongoing topics uh, the uh, Pullens Lane speeding issues continue uh, after 18 months of having the traffic speed indicators in their, uh, in their possession I believe Petersfield Town Council finally put them up last week only for them not to work so we're still where we were with that one and then the uh, Uh, the local roads boss for hampshire county council rocked up and said yeah yeah new to the post definitely gonna get this done straight away gonna get it done immediately in brackets before the election in may and uh, left in a cloud of dust so we shall see on that one really he's the third senior hampshire county council councillor to visit the road and say that something's going to happen. So don't hold your breath, Petersfield.
3: (laughs) Other things we've touched on in the past is the parking in the square. And I've had to uh, drive to the Festival Hall today because we're moving in for Winton players. And I've got to say, John, lots of empty spaces in a free car park, which would have allowed every single car around the square and in the high street to fit in it. What's your thoughts on that?
4: Well, I mean... my thoughts are, well, what you've just said is fairly self-explanatory, to be honest. But, as we know, nothing will happen about this until something does happen about it. And uh, there doesn't appear to be anything in the pipeline. Although, the Festival Hall car park could find itself under a bit of increasing pressure. I've been told, and as yet to be confirmed, but I've had it from uh, a source, a reasonably good source, that... Um, the HSBC bank in the square might become a, uh, another Weatherspoons, and that the red line that is Weatherspoons may become a, a high-end hotel. Uh, they've, they've tried before to make it a hotel and I, I can't remember whether they have actually got planning permission to turn the, the back buildings into hotel rooms or not. They've certainly applied for it. And, of course, that would put extra pressure on the Festival Hall car park because there'd be more cars there. And, equally, if spoons take over the HSBC bank, that will put more pressure on the pubs in the square to compete with cheap drinks.
3: That's uh, certainly a story we're going to keep an eye on, John. And Anything else caught your right?
4: Yeah, uh, right. Well, a former church's teacher has... Um, been suspended from teaching after it's found that he's Walter Mitty like has uh, embellished his CV to to get jobs. He left churches in 2005 where he was a a PE teacher and a coach of the under 15s rugby team. But uh, on his CV this became assistant director of, of sport and director of rugby at the college. And uh, he's continued getting other jobs all with private schools and embellishing his CV after each one. Church' college say he was he was fully qualified for the role that he held at the college, and you know I have to make it clear there's been no safeguarding issues or anything like that. It was just purely he was embellishing his CV to get better and better paid jobs. And a teacher, a teaching disciplinary panel has found him guilty of doing this 13 times and his case now goes to the Secretary of State for Education uh, who will decide whether he's fit to remain a teacher or not. And I believe you've got a, quite
3: a nice story to finish on regarding the Harrow.
4: Yeah, I mean, it's, the Harrow Inn is a unique pub and every year it uh, hosts a Macmillan Coffee Week as opposed to a coffee morning. And that's been ongoing at the, the pub at the moment, or last week, sorry. And the last I'd heard, it raised more than £2,500. And they do this through selling cakes, coffees, and flowers and produce through the Macmillan coffee morning week. And uh, yeah, they average about two and a half to three grand every year. Yeah, they they do this every year, and it's it's a fantastic thing. It's all run by volunteers. And, of course, the the two sisters who run it, Claire and Nisa McCutcheon. And uh, it's just a nice nice place to have a coffee morning and a a nice thing to do. John,
3: it's lovely to see you. You sound like you've got a bit of a cold coming, so um, you take it easy. Rub some Vic on your chest. I'll see you next week.
4: Vic on my chest. OK. I'll have a bit of fries, Balsam as well while I'm at it, if you like. You take care, mate. Cheers. Bye. The Petersall
3: Post is out every Wednesday and now costs £1.20. So please get one with your weekly shop or subscribe to the digital version.
0: By bringing the original Charles Dickens' Oliver Twist to the stage, the Winton players wanted to involve as many members in the production as possible to celebrate their 75th anniversary.
3: And behind the helm, taking on this rather mammoth task, is director Roger Wetton, who joins us now. Hello, Roger, how are you?
6: Hello, Geoff. I'm very well, thank you. Thank good, you. good.
3: So we're in move-in Sunday, setting yes. up Sunday. How's it
6: going? It's going really, really well. We were fortunate to get the hall. Yesterday, which we weren't expecting, which gave us a head start in getting all the lighting up, and today the set, is, which is a very big set on both the stage and the flat, has gone up incredibly well. So we are really very fortunate with that.
0: Hi, Roger. Very exciting times then, getting ready to put the production into into its its final sort of week.
6: Well, it is because we've been we've been working on it for months and months and months, um, and it gets to a point where you need to be at the festival hall in a costume on a set. Presenting it to an audience and and that's where we've got to today so uh, uh, it's a culmination of a lot of hard work by a great number of people now you mentioned earlier a large cast we've uh, we've got we chose it deliberately because it's one of our 75th anniversary uh, productions Uh, we wanted one that involved as many people as possible so we have 38 people in this which is an incredible number including I'm delighted to say a good number of our junior members as well which is a great delight to have them in there as Fagin's gang, and of course to Young Oliver as well. So uh, who's who's doing really really well. Um, so it, it, it's it's good from that point of view. And then of course everybody behind the scenes and making the sets in the costume, a lot of costumes, of course, for thirty eight people, uh, all in Victorian period costume. And uh, so we think it's a fitting production for our seventy fifth anniversary. And uh, uh, we're delighted with the way it's going. Rehearsals have been going really really well. Um, and we're just waiting now to get on that stage and present it um, in in the way that we we intended. Uh, it is, as you mentioned, the play, not the Lionel Bart musical. So no, there's none of those songs in it at all. So it's much more faithful to the original Charles Dickens novel, and brings in characters. That aren't in the musical, like monks, Mrs. Mailey and so on, people like that. Rose, uh, and, and that's great because it, it, there's more high drama in it than in the musical, which which is really very really good. So it, it it is a dramatic piece set in dramatic times, with with a great set which really really. Uh, Shows that, that coming through very well there, so we're we're highly delighted with that, and we will we're just looking forward to getting on with it now.
3: So the original thought process around the seventy fifth anniversary,
6: you wanted a big production. Yeah,
3: was Oliver Twist always the first the standout, or were there other other uh, plays?
6: No, not really. We we just looked for productions that had that were big productions. Um, we did look at other Charles Dickens. No, we looked at uh, Great Expectations. Uh, we did look at um, uh, Christmas Carol which is a would be a great production that's a large cast as well but slightly at the wrong time of year mm-hmm. for that if we were doing this in December that's what we'd probably do and so we, we went through various various others and, and came down to, to this one and the great thing was that when I found it it was originally um, commissioned by and staged the Bristol Old Vic Company and they performed it with 11 people who were doubling and trebling and quadrupling up in in, in the parts they played, so we thought that gives us great scope for breaking that out and giving it to as many or as few people who were interested in being in it, uh, and and that's exactly what we've done. We've uh, you know we've kept one person as Fagin, one person as Oliver, but all oh, and one or two of the others like. Uh, uh, mr brownlow and mrs corney as as a single characters but others are doubling up quite quite a lot uh which is great because it gives them lots to do uh, the children they're workhouse children they're also fagin's gang so they've all got lots to do and so it gave us the flexibility to to do what we, what we wanted to do and it it was irrelevant really how many people we had because we would tailor it to that and and fortunately that's that that's what's happened and uh you know, we've, we've we've got on with it very well, and and it, it, everybody seems to be enjoying it and being enthralled in it, and it is a good, strong dramatic production.
0: Oh, so that's, that's quite a production to put together, Roger. Have you directed before?
6: Uh, yes, <laughs> <laughs> I started in uh, the late seventies, not not with drama, I have to say, with uh, with musicals, with what was then, in those days, the Petersfield highlights. Uh, which, along with the Peterfield Operatic Society, who did just Gilbert Sutherland, and I was in that in most of those, um, and then they merged together to become the Peterfield Theatre Group (PTG), which you would recognise today. So uh, I've I've directed well over fifty productions. So uh, most of them are actually because they've been musicals, have been big productions because people have asked me, you know, isn't this a you know a big? Ec- undertaking, you know, lots of people. I said, that's exactly what I'm used to. So I'm not used to directing eight people in a drama or something, but maybe that will come one day. But uh, uh, even the ones I've directed here, like Birdsong and uh, Chorus of Disapproval and these pantomimes, have all been biggish casts. So it doesn't bother me particularly at all. People get a bit worried that I don't get flustered. Or I don't because I've been through it before. So whatever happens... We can sort it out because you know I've had experience of doing that before, and that's lovely.
3: And now, are there any other plays that you you've set your heart on wanting to wanting to direct?
6: One that uh, I, I was particularly keen on was Death of a Salesman, which I again is is a good strong American drama, and we we did contemplate that uh, and, and actually look, looked in some detail. But at the time, uh, we couldn't get the license for it because it was being performed professionally in the West End. So that's that's one I was very keen. I want. I'd like to do a real another a real out and out comedy. And there's some wonderful one, ones around. Uh, even some of those that, that replicate. Um, TV programs like Are You Being Served, and we've done we've done Alo Alo, but that kind of thing would would be really really fun to do. So I'm you know whether it whether it happens I don't know, but uh, or I might do another pantomime in the future because they're they're great fun to do as well. So I've done three or four of those, directed them, and 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 I've enjoyed those as well. And again, you're using the children and and people who. Perhaps are not normally in the productions; they just come in for the pantomime. But they wouldn't want to be another. So you get to work with lots of members of Winton players in those productions, and and they're great because you, you get fantastic audiences for the pantos as well, which is equally nice.
0: So what happens now? This is Sunday afternoon. Yeah. The getting's happening. How many more days of rehearsal do you have before
6: opening night? On <laughs> well, <the Thursday>? in <laughs> in, uh, in two and a half hours time we have a rehearsal in in the, in the rose room which is where we we are at the moment while they carry on on the stage getting the lights and the set together uh we then tomorrow carry on doing more of that and we have a technical rehearsal uh where we get all the lights sorted out and 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 the stage crew um get to work with with the props and everything like that because they have not done that so far tuesday we do the same thing again but we have the cast there uh so that would be interesting because you know them being used to working on the stage, particularly the young ones, won't have been. So we need to uh, we need to do that. And then Wednesday is our dress rehearsal, and then we have four performances. So uh, it's a lot of work for four performances. <laughs> and it would be nice in some ways to do more, but it's so tiring. And I, you know, as I'm not in the cast either, so uh, I I can understand that four performances is probably probably enough. So we all we do we just want to encourage people to come along and see it that's the main thing and uh, and enjoy and share with us our our anniversary production because you know the next anniversary will be a hundred years and i probably won't be standing here then <laughs> talking to you
3: roger thank you very much for joining us good luck and i can't wait to be in it
6: great thank you i can't, can't wait for you to be in it no, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> thanks very much
7: the P stands for Petersfield. It's a lovely area, lovely people, lovely atmosphere. The P pod.
3: After a holiday, Susie muses about how much stuff we need in her wild walk.
7: We're back home. And I'm doing a walk I haven't done for a long time, which is over on the far side of Chapel Common. And I realise I've been avoiding it because it was Teddy's last walk. And it's ridiculous. I haven't sort of deliberately done it. Oh, there's loads more fallen trees. Oh, good girl. She and I are pretending to be show jumping horses, aren't we? But it's rather lovely being home, much as we always love holidaying. And it's an interesting thing. When you've been away, you come back and you see everything afresh and recognise tendencies and so on. But also, we like to rent cottages. I always like to see how other people live and what things they've got. So it'll amuse you to hear that the chief thing I bought the minute we got home was a granite pestle and mortar because it just made crunching almonds incredibly easy instead of chopping them and having them flying all over the kitchen. So that was one thing. And then... I looked at our spare bedroom and realised that for ages I've been just banging the cupboard door against the bed because it's way too big. It's one that we had when we were in Chichester and we've sort of just tolerated it. So, good old marketplace. I've put that on and that's sold. And at the moment, you know, I've talked to friends about it and it's like, whether it's the energy crisis or what, I don't know, but we've all become sort of mini entrepreneurs and you're discovering, you look round a house and think, there is just so much stuff. And I last felt like this when Richard and I came back from sailing, when we'd been in the med for five years. I actually got terrified of going into big supermarkets. I still can't handle Hedge End or somewhere. Our waitrose is fine. Um, but even Tesco is a bit of an ask for me. There's just too much choice. My brain starts to fry. Too many people. Um... But chiefly, it was coming back and just thinking, gosh, we live so simply. And now we've got all this stuff. So that's something, just freeing things, passing it around, letting the energy through, um, looking at life differently. So it's not only wonderful to go away, and you know, that we sort of went cold turkey on our phones to a large extent on the holiday. So that was a deliberate thing. So not only do you do things differently when you're there um, but as I say it comes back and you have this kind of filter over your regular life when you, when you get here and I know for a lot of people it's very uncomfortable and they can't wait to go off on holiday again. Uh, the good news is for us I just completely love where we are and who I'm spending my life with so it's just a question of you know fine tuning doing things differently because we all evolve. I think it's important that we do. So I'm not sure Wild Walk has evolved very much. You still get my ramblings. But I've been doing it a long, long time now. And I hope you're still enjoying it because I love speaking to you. So we're going to enjoy our walk. We're going through the glade. We're just about to come out. And it looks as if it might even rain. But I don't care because it's just... Lovely. Have a good week.
0: Coming up, we meet some of the Oliver Twist cast, young and old. But before that... Sarah Whittaker is not only
3: in the cast and production coordinator, but she also helps run the Junior Wintons for young, aspiring
8: actors. Hello, Sarah, how are you? Hi, Joe, I'm fine, thank you. So, how's it going? Uh, it's going actually really well. It's, there's a real buzz around... At the moment, we, we sort of moved in yesterday and we're getting everything sorted out and the set's going up and we've got rehearsal in a couple of hours <laughs> and it's sort of, yes, it's all getting very exciting. You see as people come through the door, there's big faces and scared eyes. and
3: <laughs> So how's the process been for you, oh, let's say,
8: Getting in the cast, doing the production coordinating. How well, have you found it? I had read the the read-through and I thought, oh, I'd like to have a really small part in that. It looks like it would be fun. So I'd made that decision. I thought, I'll audition for a small part. And then Roger contacted me and said, would I do production coordinator? And I said, oh, I was going to be in it. I was going to go for a small part. And he said, you can do both. <laughs> And he's very a very difficult <laughs> man to say no to. <laughs> so I did. So, what part are you playing in your Mrs. Sowerberry. Oh. Which is very should. nice because she's horrid and nasty. And it means you can do all the things, you, you can say things that you wouldn't do in real life. <laughs> <laughs> so, where is Mrs. Sowerberry based? Uh, in the funeral par- parlour. Okay. We have Sowerberry's funeral parlour. So Mr Sowerberry buys Oliver as his new assistant and they just treat him appallingly badly. They're a horrible family. So he runs, finally runs away. So not only do you,
3: are you in this, you also run the Junior Wintons and we met last year during Panto rehearsals, which you're directing. Yes. And we're putting that on. That is finally going to go ahead it in is. January.
8: It is. Even if we have to do it in a car park, <laughs> we're going to do it. So yes, So when we spoke last, which was just before the pantomime had to be postponed because of the COVID jabs, um, our recruiting for the junior group is always after a pantomime because the kids come to the pantomime and go, I'd like to do that. And then they come along. And of course, because of COVID, we missed two years of pantomimes. And in two years, the juniors, all our current juniors, of course, have grown up and we didn't have we'd had hadn't had new ones coming in so come january we did a sort of recruitment in social media and stuff and um we've had since then we've had about 14 new members which is really good and eight of the new ones are going to be joining the pantomime cast Mm, so that's going to be a real breath of fresh air into to a, a sort of you know real young group into the cast.
3: And twist uh, has got quite a large
8: junior cast in it. How do you think they're getting on? They're getting on brilliantly. And there's four of them are new ones. And they're just, they're great. And they've made such a good little group. You know, they, they all get on well. It's jetting away in the corner. And, and it's lovely to see. What's lovely to see is that you have a cast of the most extraordinary range of ages. But when you're on stage... Everyone is the same. You all have to help each other out. If somebody drops a line, it doesn't matter what age you are, you've got to help each
0: other out. So what ages do you take for the junior Wintons then? We say
8: seven. We have a junior club night once a month when we're not rehearsing the pantomime. And we say seven to 18. Um, and that works quite well. Um, And then as as the juniors get older, they quite often then start helping. So they get involved with helping as well
0: as participating. Well, that's great, isn't it? Because being part of a production company, being part of an amateur dramatics company, rather, is not just about the acting. It's about the whole of the experience. Exactly. So it's brilliant to be involved with all of that. And actually, one of the families
8: who've joined us, the whole family joined, the husband, Jez, wanted to audition one of the, the girls, Georgie, thought she'd like to audition. They came to the audition, sat at the back, and at the end of the evening, the other
0: sister, Beatrice, and the mum, Sam, both joined up as well. So, That's brilliant. We... And what does it involve, the evenings then, that you have once a month? How long do they last for and what sort of things do you do in them?
8: We have uh, two hours and we cover everything. So we have a, um, all sorts of different people come in and and so we we organize it but we ask people to come in to take it and that can be um to do with music it can be with set painting um movement improvisation so uh we do all sort of props making props so big basically anything to do with theater um and it's great because we we were doing a one-act play in the summer with the children and um they all made, we did a set painting evening, and they all made a chicken, and those chickens appeared in the play that they did. <laughs> so
0: great. it's a really nice sort of thing to do. And if someone wants to join, if they listening to this now and think, oh, actually quite fancy doing this, is there a, a yearly fee or do they pay as once a month? How, how does that we work? We have uh, the junior membership fee for Winton players is
8: £7.50 for the year, and the club night is. You come once for free to see if you like it. And if you like it, we ask you to become a member and then it's a pound a go.
0: That's amazing, isn't it? That <laughs> sounds a fantastic opportunity for someone who's really excited about being a part of,
7: of a theatrical production. Fun. Yeah, it's, that's it's funny
8: evenings.
0: And what's been your highlight
3: of Oliver Twist so far, Sarah? There's
8: no one particular thing. Because I think, for me, it's been really interesting to, to see all aspects of it. Because as production coordinator and being in it, I've seen from the, f- every single as- aspect I've been involved with. So sitting in production meetings with about the lighting and the sound and then costumes and who's going to do what and then who's going to dress who and chaperones. And it's 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 all it's just the whole thing has been, for me, really interesting to be involved with so many areas of it. It's been good fun.
3: It certainly has. Sarah, thank you for joining us. Good luck with it all. And... Uh... I'll join you on stage very soon. For
0: Robin Hood? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thank you. The Peapod Events Guide. What's on in the Sphere? The free shop at The Hub by the railway station is holding a winter warmer giveaway on Sunday, October the 16th and Monday the 17th between 10am and 2pm. <laughs> Items such as coats, hats, gloves and scarves, all in good condition, will be available. And if you have items you'd like to donate, you can do so on October the 15th between 12 noon and 4pm.
3: The Winton Players are bringing their production of Oliver Twist to the stage at the Festival Hall from the 13th to the 15th of October. Tickets are on sale now, online or in person from the Festival Hall and One Tree Books.
0: Tickets are also available for the Adams Family production from the Petersfield Theatre Group. The production takes place from the 23rd until the 26th of November. Tickets can be purchased from the PTG website or in person from Bambino Baby in Page's Court.
3: Wilds Fest is back again this year on Friday the 18th of November with live music, local ales and flaming street food from 630 until 11pm at the Christmas Tree Farm in Liszt. More information and tickets can be found at wildfarmsevents.co.uk.
0: And if you'd rather stay in, there's always your local radio station, Shine Radio, to listen to. Available 24 hours a day, seven days a week.
3: There's a new episode of the gardening programme Growing Together to now listen to. Coming from the Adhurst Estate Allotments in the autumnal sun, join Claire and Steve for seasonal gardening chat and advice.
0: To listen to Growing Together and other programmes, go to shineradio.uk, bringing you also a brighter mix of great music, local news and information. If you're running an event, get it in the guide at shineradio.uk.
3: A huge part of any production are the sound and lighting departments. For the Winton players, the responsibility lies with the Green A-Team, chaired by Michael Finch. Hello,
5: Michael. How are you? Oh, well, you know, I always like my huge part to be mentioned, so that's all right. <laughs> so, how's it gone so far? Um, it's going all right, actually, but then it always goes all right because uh, we make sure it does. That's part of our fun, as it were, is uh, making sure that everybody has a damn good time uh, in their so called hobby because uh, people forget that. Uh, The Green A team is a voluntary organisation. Nobody gets any money for it. And some of them are doing it for just a hobby, whereas others do it, like me, as a bit of a busman's holiday. But uh, uh, yes, it's good fun. And uh, the Winton players are perhaps one of our biggest customers as it were because they do three shows a year one of which of course is the petersfield's proper pantomime if one uses the copyright title correctly um so um they keep us on our toes and uh, we all have a jolly good time don't we oh yes we do <laughs>
0: so can you explain a bit more about what the green a team does then?
5: what is the green a team it is the anathema that nobody really knows but the answer that comes is if it doesn't do acting, then we could provide it. Simple as that. That's our logo. We don't do acting. Well, mm, uh, some of us (laughs) might have trodden on the board slightly, Uh, but we do retreat quite rapidly back into the dark side um, when we realise how bright that light really is.
0: How did you get involved?
5: How did I get involved? Do you know it's the Winton players' fault. It's the Winton players' fault. When I was knee-high to Shakespeare, um, I... Uh, came along uh, aged, I'm trying to work out I suppose I was 14-ish and helped uh, the people that were doing the lighting who are still doing the lighting but are now members of the Green A team um, and um, I got the bug and the bug bit me hard, and it scra- and I scratched, and that scratch turned into uh, going off to theater school and to study technical theater, design, stage management, etc. Um, and uh, did it proper.
0: This is quite a production, as we've heard from various people we've spoken to before, from Roger and Sarah. How hard is it to light big production like
9: this?)
5: It's always difficult to try and explain because people just think, oh, they switch the lights on and make the pretty colours. And also with domestic technology now, the LEDs where you can create an environment in a matter of seconds, trying to explain creative lighting design as an art... Um, it's very hard, but it is a very hard task. There are lots of different types of equipment that you use, lots of different um, colours that are called gels that essentially look like very large rolls of sweet paper uh, that you unwrap your, unwrap your quality street with, but they're slightly more flame-efficient. Um, and uh, you choose your colour spectrum that way. But, of course, with as I said, with LED technology, that's already come into the professional environment Uh, And as you see on Strictly, uh, it's a very good advertisement, as they would say in America, for um, moving lights uh, and very dramatic lights effects. But straight plays like this, uh, A, can't afford them, or B, don't really demand them. You know, you've got to have a subtle approach. You've got to look at the play uh, and realise what it is it needs. Um, And yes, certain plays could have a little bit of uh, excitement in it, but other ones... uh, need more concentration on the dramaticos, as, a, as it were, with the lighting to take away some of the, the razzmatazz.
3: And have any of the volunteers ever gone on to do this as a job?
5: uh yes yes our, our our exit profile as it were uh is quite stunning we've got quite a few former members out in the biz now uh some are directors of um engineering companies that design things for theater some are programmers that write software for the technology of theater others are working uh in the business Uh, I've got somebody at the moment who's currently a member and working at uh, the Judchester Festival Theatre. So uh, far and wide and internationally, we've got somebody the other side of the world in uh, Australia that used to be a member. So uh, we're doing all right. We obviously do something right. Uh, And that's actually an excellence that I uh, insist upon uh, because um, there's no point in doing something if you're not going to do it properly and Right. Uh, so, I, I do insist that we try and maintain industry standards as much as possible.
3: Michael, thank you very much for joining us. Uh, enjoy the run and uh, we'll catch up with you very soon. You're very welcome. Now,
5: uh, where do I put my invoice?
9: <laughs> <laughs> the P stands for Petersfield. I like going to the Open Air swimming pool and shopping. <laughs> the p Pod. And now let's meet some of
0: the cast members of Oliver Twist. And we're joined by Jasper. Hello, Jasper. How are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you? I'm great, thanks. It's good to be here. It's very exciting. Can you explain what role you're playing in the production, please?
2: I'm playing Oliver Twist. Um, he is an orphan since birth and he works in the workhouse.
3: And is this your first production with Winton Players?
2: Uh, yes, it is my first production with the Winton Players.
0: And how have you found it?
2: It's been really fun and exciting.
0: So how old are you, Jasper? I'm 11 years old. And what made you want to join the Winton Players production of Oliver Twist?
2: Well, I've done some big performances and I just wanted to do some more acting, so I've just joined the Winton yes. Players.
3: And so what, what, what have you played before?
2: Um, I played pool in the world premiere of Bedknobs and Broomsticks. We went on tour from... Um, we started rehearsals 28th of June last year and we finished the 1st of May this year.
0: Wow. wow. So you travelled around with that production, did you? Yes. Where did we you went
2: go? Um, England, Wales, Scotland, Ireland and Northern Ireland. Hmm. <gasps>
0: That must have been an incredible experience. It was
2: really fun.
0: And you got the bug. You got the acting bug then. Yes. <laughs> so have you got anything else lined up?
2: Um, I'm not sure. I think I'll just find things and go along with it.
3: So is this a career you want to do? Do you want to go into acting?
2: Uh, yes. A... It'll be really exciting if yeah. I do.
3: Now, are you doing the panto?
2: Um, Yes, I think so. Good. I, to, uh, I might sing in the chorus.
3: right. So what's been your favourite part so far?
2: My favourite part is probably going in the coffin and doing the acting.
3: (laughs) (laughs) And you you have to do a bit of singing. How do you find that?
2: Um, I really love singing. Uh, I do singing lessons at school
0: and I really enjoy singing. I'm really looking forward to seeing you. Have you been enjoying the rehearsal process here?
2: Yeah, it's a bit full on sometimes, (laughs) Um, but... I'm really enjoying it.
0: And how have, you found, how, have you found, how have you found, because you are acting with Joff, aren't you, quite a bit, being yes. Joff is Mr Bumble. How have you found <laughs> being on stage with, with Joff? Um, it's
2: really exciting. He's really funny. And I love it.
3: Jasper, from, from the work, I you've really stood out. You, you've, done, you've got so many lines. Yeah. And uh, you, you were booked down a long way before me. And I've only got a third of the number of lines that you've got. And you, you've just, you take everything on board. It's, it's been a delight to work with you.
0: Best of luck for the future, Jasper. It sounds like it's going to be very bright. Thank you.
3: Thanks for joining us, mate. Thank you.
0: Thank you. We're joined now by some more members of the cast. I believe you're new to Winton Players. Please can you introduce yourself and also tell us what you're playing. I'm Sam and uh,
1: my main character is Lady Grabbit.
9: I'm... Beatrice and um, I play Bertie, part of Fagin's gang. I'm Georgie and I play Leonardo, part of Fagin's gang.
10: I'm Jez and I play Mr Giles. Welcome to
3: Winton Players. How have you all found it?
9: Wonderful,
3: haven't
1: we? Yeah, it's very nice. Yeah. Very welcoming. So what
3: made you audition?
1: Well, I think it it was Jez and Georgie who were auditioning first. And uh, Beatrice and I watched the auditions and thought it looked lots of fun, so then we decided to audition too. <laughs> That's
0: very brave. What, what did the auditions entail? What did you have to do?
9: We, we had to pick a, a character that we wanted to play and then read out specific parts of their lines.
0: Was that OK? Was it quite scary? Did you enjoy it?
9: I enjoyed it, but it was a little bit intimidating at first.
3: So, Beatrice, you decided by the end of the audition that you wanted to have a go
9: yeah Yeah, yeah.
1: and how did you find that it was it was good wasn't it it was very nice because there was no i hadn't practiced my lines beforehand but um sarah was wonderful and just said give it a go (laughs) so i was like i'm gonna give it a go and so i got up and had a go and there we go i got
3: (laughs) and how have you found rehearsals so far
1: it's it's good it's a commitment but it's uh, but it's really very fun isn't it? We, we're quite new to the area. so right. for us it's been quite a, a, a good way to meet people and uh, yeah it's been really, it's been yeah, really it's wonderful.
10: Great way to make some friends and uh, it's nice to do something with the girls that we're not just dropping them off at and we're yeah, participating we're as, a family, as well. So yeah it's
1: wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. yeah And
3: have you all got the acting bug now?
1: I think so. I think some of us might, might end up doing some backstage
0: things in the right. future
1: and maybe some, some crafty props-making and set-building, maybe.
0: Oh, <laughs> girls, you mentioned you're both in Fagin's Gang. That must be great fun. Are you enjoying that? Yeah. What do you have to do?
9: Um, we need to pretend we're not listening to lots of people, but it is really fun because we can, like, really do anything that we want, basically. <laughs> can you be naughty? <laughs> Yes. Not get told off.
1: Yes. You're, you're a bunch yeah. of thieves, aren't you?
0: Yeah. Mm. And what's it like watching your mum and dad on stage as well?
9: Embarrassing. <laughs> Very embarrassing, actually.
5: You'll pretty proud, right?
3: <laughs> and have you been along to... Girls, have you been along to the Junior Winton Club night?
9: Yeah. And
3: yeah. are you going to be doing the pantomime?
9: Yeah. Yes.
3: Are cool, you looking forward to that? Yeah. That yes. start rehearsal start. Week after next, isn't it? after it's two days after we pack up from all of a twist, yeah. we start all
0: over again. <laughs>
1: yeah, we're totally
0: game. We're great, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, I think that's fantastic. It's a really, really lovely idea to do something together as a family. It's very nice to meet you and um, break a leg this week. Yeah, thank, thank you very much. Thank you. Yes.
3: Joining us now are two more new members. Please introduce yourself and tell us what parts you play
10: in. first.
11: Siobhan McCarrick, and I play quite a few roles, but also uh, an old hag. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
10: I'm Steve. Um, I'm principally Grimwig, the grumpy neighbour of the Maylies. Um I'm also one of what other bits and pieces scattered throughout the show.
0: I'm learning there are some really interesting characters. I mean, I'm, obviously, we you've gone back to Victorian England, so there are bound to be some, some fun characters, but new characters I've not heard before... How have you been finding them? Uh,
10: well, I mean, it's a very long time since I, I read Oliver Twist. Um, and it's nothing like the, the film, the up, you know, the, the, the musical, of course. Um, but it's full of Dickensian names, hence Grimwig, which are sort of, uh, you know, bit typecast. And how have you found
0: your first play with Winton Plays?
11: Well, so far, so good. <laughs> but we haven't actually performed yet.
0: <laughs> and what made you want to join up in the first place?
11: Uh, Well,
10: I moved to Peterfield a year ago, just under. Um, It's eighteen years since I was last on stage. I've done a lot in the past in various places, um, principally Surrey. And it was always in my mind that I would probably start going back on stage again, while having moved. And uh, I had an additional prompt in the form of my sister-in-law, so (laughs) who is a member?
3: Yeah, and Laura's actually getting involved. She's actually involved with the props, isn't she? She is. And Siobhan, what about yourself?
11: Um, never acted before, but I have sung and danced on stage before and I thought since my little boys are now at university, I have a bit more time on my hands to do something I want to do.
3: Yeah, you say you've done some dancing. You you do stand out as someone who can oh. do the Shoreditch shuffle. Oh, well,
11: Which Mark, she is I, the one that everybody you. follows. <laughs> <laughs>
0: And are you having fun being on the stage, both of you?
11: I think so. Yeah. Um it'll be a different matter here at the Festival Hall compared to rehearsing in the hut. But I think we just have to go for it now because we're here and we're stuck with it.
10: <laughs> yeah, it, it it's nice being back in on, on stage again or you know, um it's like an old shoe you're putting back on again. And what's been your highlight so far?
11: <laughs> the Shoreditch Shuffle. <laughs> Is that it? Doing the Shoreditch Shuffle. <laughs>
10: Um, I don't know. What's been my highlight so far? I mean, it's just generally, you know, the camaraderie because I don't know many people in the town, so it's nice to meet people.
3: And are you going to be doing more with Winton Players?
10: Well, they've already persuaded me to be in the pantomime. Excellent. Much against my better judgment. It was a long time since <laughs> oh,
11: no, you're not. <laughs>
10: <laughs> yeah, so, um, uh, yeah, I'll do that. Certainly we'll see how we go. Yeah, I imagine so.
11: And I too have been encouraged to uh, be in the pantomime, and I'm going to be in the chorus, don't you know? <laughs> <laughs> Great.
3: Well, good luck this week. Thank, thank you. you. Enjoy Very yourself, break leg, and uh, looking forward to being on stage with you both. Cheers, guys. Thank, thank, you. thank
10: you. All the best.
3: Now, more of the cast have joined us by the microphones. Please introduce yourselves and say what characters you're playing.
1: Hi. I'm Grace, and I'm playing Rose Mailey, and also a dead woman, and um, a milkmaid. <laughs> <laughs> it's
12: going to be interesting to follow that one. Uh, I don't think you need to go, Ben, anymore. That's fine. <laughs> Hi, I'm, I'm, I'm Ben, and I'm playing Monks, and that is it. <laughs> I'm Jack, and I'm playing Bill Sykes. Uh, I'm Georgia,
7: and I'm playing uh, Mr. Limpkins and a uh, hotel porter.
1: Uh, I'm Matt, I'm playing Noah Claypole, a narrator. An unspeaking clerk of the court, uh, a police officer, <laughs> and an unnamed market person.
3: Wow. It's
2: it really
0: good you know who
2: one. you all are. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so, how have you all found rehearsals thus far?
1: Yeah, pretty solid. <laughs> I've enjoyed getting to know everyone.
12: Well, it's interesting because I joined the rehearsal process halfway through because I wasn't cast until a bit later. But from what it's been, it's been brilliant. Um great to come great to come back because it's been a been a while it's been like two years since i've worked with the Windsor players and it's been really lovely to come back and uh, see everyone again and i've missed them all dearly so Aww. yeah your turn i have nothing to add to that, that was Fair enough. no <laughs> it, it's been really interesting it's been a long long process uh but it's been really rewarding and it's been interesting to kind of see how it's developed from like that first read through to now it's been an incredible process especially with the like once you add the whole cast in it's been really interesting to sort of see how it becomes an actual play rather than just a bunch of people saying words on, on a bit of wood.
2: well it's, it's been challenging with the this, the space constraints because we've mm. been the hut is owned by Winton players, so that was our rehearsal space, which was significantly smaller than the the stage we're performing on um, so it's interesting to especially standing in a in a planned space of what we're actually going to be using. it's a significant jump in size so that's going to be interesting to see how it
1: all plans out
3: but george and grace you've all had to do a bit of reading in during rehearsals how have you found that and have you found it confusing trying to read other people's parts and while trying to remember your own
1: Uh, it certainly gets a bit hectic i think running across the stage a couple of times in the same scene to uh fill in lines and things for sort of three different characters at the same time but no it's been it's certainly been an experience isn't it yeah luckily i don't think we've ever had to
2: actually talk to ourselves um, no. which, which is a bonus but um, yeah it, it's, it's been interesting um, you certainly learn the scenes from a different perspective covering
0: more than one of the roles and have you all had? A, have you all been involved in a production at the Winton Players before?
12: Yes, yes. all of you yeah. Yeah. Yes, you're going
3: to have to yes. say yes nodding isn't
12: going to come yes. to the radio wait is this not a TV show? <laughs> right understood there are no cameras
0: now Bill Sykes yes that's a great role to have it's
12: a real it's been a dream to be fair like it's I've not done scary before, so it's been fun trying to figure out how to do that. Yeah, it's it's weird to get inside of somebody's head like that because obviously, you kind of have to when you're doing the part. Like you kind of need to understand the guy, and it's been really bizarre to try and figure out how you could become that sort of twisted that you could kill the person that you're supposed to love. It's uh, yeah, he's a ter- terrifying person. <laughs> um,
0: was it was it the role that you wanted? Did you oh yeah, hundred percent.
12: Yeah, I auditioned like mm. as soon as they said they were doing all of a twist, I was like, I want to be Bill Sykes. Because um, it's it's like when you think of Oliver Twist, that's kind of like if you're not going to play Oliver, that's kind of the, that or Fagin, I suppose. That's kind of the two roles, isn't it, that you want to be?
0: Or Mr. Uh, Bumble?
12: Or, oh, oh yeah, yes, sorry, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> no I love you. I'm sorry. You um, can
3: forget <laughs> me. <laughs>
12: <laughs> the amount of times he's made us giggle in rehearsal, in rehearsal, yes. time, during that part alone is <laughs> commendable. <laughs> Plenty relief. more where that
3: came from, I tell you. <laughs>
12: hey, you've been given a 20-minute slot now, haven't you? I have, yes. Yeah.
3: Like, everyone heard the director last week Yeah, yeah, Roger yeah. Said you it, can yeah. drag it out as long yep. as you yeah. like.
12: Yes. And we've got some cheese and pickle backstage after you've hammed it up. So.
10: <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, thank you all for joining us. Good luck this week, and uh, let's have some fun.
0: Thank
3: you. thank you very much. And so we come to the end of this week's Peapod. Thank you for joining us.
0: Thanks also to our guests, Roger Wetton, Sarah Whitaker, Michael Finch, all the Oliver Twist cast members, John Walker and Susie Wilde, as well as to our editor, M. Sefton Smith and the Shine Radio team.
3: We end this week's people with a brand new song from local artist Harrison Reese called Let It Go.
0: So from Joff and I this week. Bye.
13: Simon, the dotted light. Blood, sweat and tears, if read the signs Held my hand to my heart, this will not to lie mm. The sun goes up, the sun goes down Another day where this world goes round right. Once again it all passes me by It gets so stuck inside my head i am trying to tell myself now for so long A moment, just a minute to pull over and step outside and find a different point of view. It's so easy to lose focus when you're standing so close to the edge, it's never ending. Gotta try so hard to let it go. Seeing only two steps in and kick yourself if you don't win. All too hard If you reach too high Let it out to let it in Open up my eyes for a second yeah, I've been blinded by such a narrow mind I get so stuck inside my head I'm Trying to tell myself that I'm the soul A moment and just a minute to pull over and step outside and find a different point of view. It's so easy to lose focus when you're standing so close to the edge, it's never ending. Gotta try so hard to let it Give a moment, just a minute to pull over Step outside and find a different point of view So give yourself a moment, just a minute to pull over Step outside and find a different point of view It's so easy to lose focus when you're standing so close to the edge It's never ending Gotta try so hard to let it go So give yourself a moment Just a minute to pull over Step outside and find A different point of view It's so easy to lose focus When you're standing so close To the edge it's never ending Gotta try so hard to let it go